What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. My mind's playing tricks on me Why won't it let me be Look inside and try to find But nothing seems to give me sweet Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Self-Helpless. I'm Delaney Fisher. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Kelsey Cook. And the girls have trusted me with the intro today. <laughs> you did so really Thank you well, so much. I have so been rehearsing well. in my head since you said I was doing it. So um, good to be here. Uh, I'm really excited about this episode because this is basically our... Uh, I don't know, a peek into what Patreon is about for totally. us. Um, our Patreon episodes are so much fun. A uh, little different to, you know, the normal self-helpless show. Mm-hmm. A lot more uncensored and kind yes. of, you know, not so formatted and stuff. Yeah, um, and it's all about you guys, the listeners, yes. because this is where we answer your emails is on the Patreon episode. So it's very different. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, if you guys don't know what Patreon is, if you missed some of the episodes we've talked about it, it's a membership platform where artists can sign up on this website and you can subscribe to your favorite artists or podcasts or whatever it is. So we are on there, uh, patreon.com slash self-helpless. And we started this because we started receiving so many emails from all of you. Uh, with recommendations and feedback and advice questions and just you know a lot of you are experts in your your own fields and so you're you know giving us a lot of uh, information that we wouldn't have known and we'd like to share it with our listeners Um, but because we have all these other topics that we need to kind of get through on the main show we wanted a place where we can exclusively answer all of your questions and give you shout outs directly yeah um, and really take the time to dive into it because when we were doing it on the normal episodes we'd only have like maybe a 15 minutes to do so but now we can we can dive into some shit yeah. for like yeah. a hard hour oh um, yeah also so. people were writing in and being like i'm so sad that i listened to your weekly episode and then as soon as it's over i have to wait a whole nother week to hear you guys again and so this is another way this is where we put bonus episodes every month and so you can go binge more if you are like a diehard helpster and want more uh more episodes yeah and i know some of you are like i don't want to pay five bucks a month i already have the weekly episodes Here's how I, because I do spend extra money on things like this. If I like really love Mm -hmm. a podcast or something, the way I've said it to sort of told myself, like, it's okay to spend this money is we're giving you minimum two hours of extra content a month which means that's five bucks for two hours that's like renting a movie essentially it's the same amount of money and also it's five bucks a month it's like a cup of coffee at starbucks it's really not that much and you're helping us get to a place where we can really focus on the podcast as much as we want to because 
I, I know we, we put a lot of effort into this, you guys, but there's so much other stuff we want to do with it. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, we want to tour. We want to do live shows. We want to do more online content. We, we just, we want to take this to another level, but quite frankly, we can't do it without it being at least somewhat financially, uh, you know, yeah. supporting us. Uh, you know what I mean? We to make a living elsewhere. Yeah. But yeah. we really we want this to be our full-time job. Yeah. Um, this is keeping me and Kelsey in town more often so yeah, we all yeah. can't because it's already it's a nightmare with our schedules <laughs> it yeah. is a nightmare to get the three of us together it's a nightmare and to get the three of us and a guest is even more of a nightmare yeah. we've been trying to go on a triple date with our boyfriends for months like we can't yeah, even do it that. might happen in 2020 yeah. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's no it's it's a nightmare so yeah. if if this patreon takes off and and the bigger the podcast gets um please tell your friends uh yes. the more kelsey and i can say no to you know these hamburger joints on the road <laughs> that are like can you come uh show off your wares for 20 yeah. disinterested people for 500 dollars yeah. that you won't make back we pay in well drinks we- <laughs> okay. so yeah everyone who's already joined the patreon thank oh, you thank so you. much seriously thank you, you are making our dreams come true and just so you know the patreon like the main goal is so we go on tour that mm-hmm. is the, that is what the patreon is helping us do yeah we want to come meet you guys yeah, we don't want to wait around for somebody to give us a tour and be like, okay, here you go. We're making shit happen on our own. Uh, we've, you know, that's what this whole thing is about. This was our baby, our passion project yeah. that we've seen grow. And we're just, we're ready to come meet all of you face to face, you yeah. know? So, yeah, if it, people write in asking us, like, when are you guys going to go on tour together? When can I see all three of you at once? This is the fastest way to do it is to support us via Patreon. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, what we've been doing on there is be, been giving uh, two bonus episodes per month. And we've also been doing fun little rewards here and there. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, we have gotten so much feedback about the Patreon episodes from all of you and so many great ideas on how to expand it and how to, you know, basically get to reach our goal even quicker, the goal of going on the self-helpless live tour. So we have decided, big announcement, to create a new tier. So the one that you have currently is the $5 a month um, helpster tier. We are creating the This Is How We Live Now tier. Mm-hmm. And... Get a load of this, guys. This is what's in get here. Get a load of this. <laughs> this is what's in here. You get, if you sign up for the This Is How We Live Now tier, you get a lifetime supply of free tickets to any show that we are headlining and all self-helpless live shows. So you get four tickets yeah. to any show you want. You can take advantage of this every weekend if you want. There's yep. no yeah. limits. Um, so tickets anytime you want for you know family, friends. Yeah. You um, and three friends, you and your partner and another couple, whatever you want to do but yeah yeah four tickets Uh, per show yes so very exciting um and then once you sign up for this tier you'll be sent an exclusive helpster t-shirt uh this helpster idea the the shirt idea was one of our lovely listeners ideas which we absolutely um had to do so this t-shirt says helpster um you can't buy it anywhere it's not going to be on our website for sale the only way to get this shirt is to sign up for this tier on patreon uh or to be one of us (laughs) yeah because i want one yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly um this actually just happened in our secret group they were talking about how like oh we're all gonna come i think to your show in dc right yeah yeah in the group today people are like okay i'm going to kelsey's show in washington dc who else is going like how are we gonna be able to know if it's one of us like another helpster do we just like randomly shout out a quote from the podcast (laughs) and if you know it then you come over or whatever and so we were like yeah, this is actually about to be a thing that there will be exclusive shirts available. Yes, that if you yeah. come to one of our shows and you wear your shirt, other helpsters will be able to be like, yo, what's up? I'm a helpster yeah. too. You guys are going to be able oh to identify God, each so other. Funny. And most importantly, we're going to be able to see you right away and know exactly who you are and know that, okay, you are the people that are directly making our dreams come true. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. yeah, I'm very excited about this. I feel like shirts. a lot of, there are a lot of helpsters in DC. Yeah. Both times we went, I feel like there yeah. were people like, I just saw Kelsey. Now I'm here. And I'm like, get over and press your body against my body. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah. Oh. So, um, so again, the, t- the tickets, the exclusive t-shirt, um, and then the individual rewards that we have been kind of uh, tinkering with on the yeah. Patreon. These are not going to be exclusively for this. This is how we live now here. Yeah. Um, so Kelsey is going to do a face in space reward uh-huh. where she is going to feng shui uh, a room in your home as well as a makeover yeah. on 
your body well yeah your face i guess guy girl doesn't (laughs) matter if it's a dude i'll help you with like you know man manscaping skincare haircut whatever you want and then manscaping sounds like i'm talking about your genitals (laughs) i will have no involvement that'll be a different tier but i just mean like you know facial hair stuff (laughs) Uh, different different tier tier. (laughs) you'd be paying me a lot of money if you want that um and then a girls you know i can help you with makeup tips or skincare any of that uh yeah yeah, so I'm very excited. Taylor's going to do what we like to call the jamming journal. It sounds so <laughs> lame, but uh, basically, yeah, I'm good. I've I've been thinking a lot about this. I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be in Maine for a week next week, not doing shows. So I think I'm going to do the journal that week. Uh, basically, I'm going to make one of you a personalized journal. If you've ever seen like bullet journals on Pinterest, and you're like, that's really cool. I wish I was more artistic and had the time and self esteem to do that for myself. That's how I feel also, uh, and. The only way that I'm ever going to make one of these beautiful creations is if I am doing it for one of you, uh, our beautiful listeners, because I have tried to make my own so many times and I get a few pages into it and I'm like, Taylor, you have stuff to do. And it's so much fun, though. Like, it's so, like, artistic and fun. And I love journals that have, like, little prompts in them to tell you, like, you know, help you remember things and, like, write down memories and dreams you had and how you're feeling at that point. Like, I just, I love it. I'm I'm so into the journey thing. So I'm going to make you like a, a personalized scrapbook journal awesome and yeah. then i will be doing dating and dick um which is <laughs> inspired by a lot of you and um so i will be giving like either dating advice one-on-one dating advice mm-hmm. or a lot of people have asked me to like help punch up their online like dating profiles because yeah. i have years of experience yeah. with online dating and i you I basically made my okay cupid <laughs> profile oh my god yeah i know the That's tips right. and tricks man yeah. um so yeah i'll be basically giving you some kind of dating advice or helping your profile and then sending you one of my dick mugs that i hand paint so those rewards are only for that this is how we live now tier um it, it's going to kind of alternate monthly so one month you're going to get a journal from taylor somebody's going to win that yeah. next month kelsey and so on um so those are part of this tier as well um and then every and those single- individual rewards are around raffle yes, yes right. exactly yeah. but if you join this tier i mean soon there's yeah. a, such a small number of people you're you're very likely to win you're gonna get it's something. gonna be like an exclusive yeah. club exactly like, you'll you'll be getting stuff for sure yeah i feel yeah. like everybody's gonna get so- it eventually all yeah. this stuff um, and then every month we are also going to another raffle um sign uh, or send off a piece of signed merchandise whether it's a mug or a shirt or a, a picture or anything like that so yeah um uh, again so for this tier you get a lifetime supply of free tickets to any of our headlining shows and our self-helpless live tour shows uh you get the exclusive help surf shirt so we know who you are right away yeah. and you guys can find each other at the shows or for meetups or whatever you guys end up doing yeah um all the individual rewards and a monthly signed piece of merchandise and this is for 40 dollars a month so you have the five dollar help search here we love you guys you guys are you guys getting, amazing yeah. yeah you get the two bonus episodes a month and then the 40 dollars. this is how we live now tier all the stuff we just mentioned as well as the two bonus episodes per month so yeah yeah, let's make it happen, people. We really want to come on tour. <laughs> yes, we do. It's turned into Oprah oh, giving away prizes. <laughs> come on. You get a shirt and you get a shirt. Okay. Yeah. We're God, very I, excited about I've it. And voice. also, like, no, I, it's so tough, too, because, I mean, this goes back to, like, our financial episodes where, like, sometimes I feel weird about money and have all these yes. things. Like, I don't ever want to make anybody feel... Like, if they're like, you know what, I love the show, but this just, the Patreon isn't for me. Yeah. Like, we still fucking love you guys. Like, Absolutely. even if Patreon's not for you, that's totally fine. And yes. we are just so grateful to have you guys as listeners. So just, you know, do whatever is right for you. If you want to join Patreon, it would mean the world to us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, you know. We, we love everybody. Yes, yeah. exactly. Love everybody. Um, and that, yeah, all the reviews and emails that you guys send in, it's just all really awesome. And a lot of these things are listener ideas as well so we like to incorporate you guys into yeah. everything that we do you're um, all part of the family all of you yes. every single one so yeah some people sign up for patreon and donate a dollar a month like there's yeah. no limit like you can do whatever you want if you want to contribute but you do not have to at all yeah. we're always going to have the show available you know yeah. on yeah. this platform for free so um cool so what we like to do on our patreon episodes is just dive into your emails um and so shall we that's what we're gonna do today this is like a teaser yeah so this is what you this is kind of a yeah a little uh yeah 
Yeah, Although I don't so. know, it, it probably it's a teaser because on Patreon we are far more open Way than we open. are in these public uh, weekly episodes. Just because you know anyone can listen to these. Like my grandma can pop this on just out of curiosity, <laughs> and uh, she can't do that with the Patreon uh, because she is not willing to give me five dollars a month only on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's I want to make that very clear. Yeah. Uh, Let me just tell you, if you guys join Patreon, you will find out which one of us still swallows. <laughs> That's a teaser if I ever heard one. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I mean, I forgot. I'm just going to leave that oh, there. Oh, man. And you will be surprised at who it is. Yeah. Um, That's a great teaser. <laughs> yeah. That was perfect. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Yeah, that last one we did was real sexual. God, yeah. It, it, yeah. We, nothing is off limits. Again, yeah. when you send in a question or, or an advice question, it will be read on these episodes. Like, we answer every single one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it can be anonymous. We generally, yes. we will not say your name unless you specifically tell us you can say my name. Exactly. Yes. Um, and yeah, and like Taylor said, I think at one point, it's like a false sense of security for us because mm-hmm. it's a smaller group of people. Like, you know, with, with the the uh, normal show, we have thousands and thousands of people listening and with our Patreon, it's a much smaller group. So we just feel a lot safer sharing this stuff. But you know what? It's actually, the Patreon is getting bigger and bigger. And I was looking at it the other day. I was like, oh, there's a lot more people hearing these things <laughs> than I initially <laughs> thought. Pictured. Yeah. Because right. sometimes I picture it's like, oh, it's just it's just us and maybe a few other people and I'm like, oh shit, no, this is actually a lot of people that are hearing this now. Yeah. But it's also exciting. like, oh, they they've accepted us as, yeah. you know, who we are, yeah. all of our flaws if they're there. Yeah, so it's like, they're okay, not our relatives. You're you're not judging us yeah. for what we, we hope not. just said. Okay. And so. if you are, you know what? It's your five dollars. You judge away. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you do what you will with that. You do. Okay. You. Yeah. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, so here we go. This is from S, okay, um, titled, How Do I Even Begin? Hello there, ladies of Self-Helpless Podcast. My name is S, and I have <laughs> tried to write you an email so many times in these last few weeks, but have not been able to develop the words till now. How do I begin? In parentheses, get ready, folks. It's about to be a long one. <laughs> when I found this podcast, I decided it was about time that I started taking care of my mental and physical health after going through many ups and downs this past year with my anxiety and depression. Between doing college full time, working part time, and trying to maintain a not so successful social slash love life, I had put my mental and physical health on the back burner, letting it fry there in the metaphorical oil that was my life for so long that after a while there was nothing left but charred, crispy pieces. Ooh, I felt oh so yeah. such imagery. Yeah, yeah. very great writing. <laughs> Um, I felt so alone in my struggle to overcome these self-loathing thoughts and habits that I wasn't sure I could do it. It wasn't until I listened to your angelic voices of wisdom and hope that I began to see I wasn't alone. Oh my God, Aww, very sweet. So nice. uh, listening to you all open up about your own struggles with anxiety, depression, perfectionism, and being a workaholic has helped me see that I'm not alone fulfilling the... That these feelings and having these crazy thoughts that have overtaken my everyday life for so many years now. In many ways, you have become the invisible support group I've always needed, cheering me on from the sidelines. Okay, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Your openness alone has not... Uh, been my only saving grace with the books and guided wisdom you have recommended has helped me immensely i am now an honorary feng shui witch at least i hope i am in kelsey's eyes i am saluting you dwight Schrute style through the podcast boom and have moved my bed away from the wall and have completely drank the kool-aid and feng shui this shit out of my bedroom yeah bitch get that dick here we go (laughs) congratulations i'm also the proud owner of the artist's way fantastic awesome but i will admit i i still have to sit down and read it it's all in the name of the journey guys i feel you i also have began therapy to help overcome my social anxiety and have seen large improvements since starting this is awesome yeah you're really crushing it out there uh for the first time in my life i feel like i can honestly say that i have begun to see my own self-worth and can actually look in the mirror and not feel like i'm lying when i tell my reflection you're fucking awesome and worth loving (laughs) 
and true. So, so you know, I write that on my mirror in lipstick. Yeah. I know. Wow. That's just a great quote to have, like yeah. hanging in your home. Um, in true self-help fashion, I credit myself for this growth, but I also want to give some credit to you ladies. Thanks for making me feel like I'm not alone on this forever cycling journey of self-improvement. Though I know the road of self-improvement is a long one that continues to be paved, I feel I am so many steps closer to becoming a person who is better than she was before and is worth continuing to give a fuck about. I understand Aww. that I can be a bit dramatic, but Taylor, Kelsey, and Delaney, I don't think I can say thank you enough, but let's watch me try. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Forever and ever, I wish all of you the best of luck in your own journeys of self-improvement. I want to eat. I want each of you to know I am your number one cheerleader who will constantly cheer you on from the sidelines, even when the game is over and everyone has gone home. From the fan who won't stop talking, S. P.S. I don't believe I said I love you, but I love you guys. All right, I'm finished now. Oh, jeez. Oh, that, that was, was just so, so nice. Sweet. That's the nice. That wasn't even an advice one. I, know, I feel I bad. Like... We just, like, sucked our own dicks we for a while. We totally did. And yeah. you know what? It felt good. Oh, um, my gosh. Like I said, I'm just pulling random stuff, so I, we don't know what's about to pop up. Just a heads up. It could be advice question. It could be a shout out, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can... T- uh, Give this one to Kels. You know how you were just like writing the lipstick thing on the mirror? Uh, at BeautyCon, they gave everybody stickers that you could put on your mirror that says, this should have been the quotable for our self-image episode. It says, you don't need lipstick. Lipstick needs you. Oh, man. Oh, boy. That is... I'll never feel that way, but... Uh, Dude, that is killer. I just thought that was pretty cute. You don't oh, need lipstick. My gosh. Lipstick needs you. Yeah. Oh, That's my gosh. This is great. Alrighty. So the next one, um, this is from L. Uh, it says, hey, girls, love, love this podcast so my mom had me when she was 19 she was in college was blackout drunk and was raped and that's how i was conceived oh my god oh my god okay yeah wasn't wasn't ready for this this is intense okay Okay. while i can't imagine the work my mom's put in to get over this i am 25 and still struggling over the situation i was 15 or 16 when i found out Finding out just left me racked with guilt. Asking myself questions like, what if my mom didn't really want me? Oh, my God, this is going to make me cry. This is yeah. so intense. Um, I know that this isn't true. But I more just feel like I've label- labeled myself as being the product of a rape. Oh. Mm. I can't get over it. I've been in therapy on and off for the last 10 to 14 years. And every therapist gives me no tips on getting over this. I don't want my biological father having this hold over my life and relationships anymore. Any advice would be great. Thank you, girls, for being so open about everything. Love, L. Oh, oh my God. L. Jesus. I mean, first of all, our hearts obviously go out to you. That is a that is a big um, thing to find out as, as a teenager. Um, I, none of us have been through this, so we're, we obviously can't speak from personal experiences with this. Um, you mentioned wow. in there that... Um, you you're questioning like if your if your mom actually wanted you well she kept you so that's yeah. something right yeah. yeah um she made that decision yeah to keep you mm-hmm. so that alone to me like if i'm really looking at this objectively this is a young woman who gets pregnant and she has two choices yeah. and she kept you mm-hmm. so yeah. for that um hopefully just focusing more on how wonderful and awesome your mother is Mm -hmm. that's what i would always be focused on is what an amazing woman that you come from yeah um and hope hope that will kind of outpower the overpower the the negativity yeah right um but i mean and i know this i I don't i can't believe therapists haven't been able to help you more with this that makes me really really sad yeah um I mean, I'm sure you've talked to your mom about this at length, and I'm sure she's said a lot of the things that we will probably say, but um, I'm sure she probably feels like you were this amazing thing that came out of such a horrible situation. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, just to reiterate what Delaney's saying, like, what a badass your mom is. Oh, my gosh. And I mean she obviously raised like a very beautiful person who would even feel like guilty. Like that's none of that is you have nothing to feel guilty about. Oh my gosh. That breaks my heart. I'm like having trouble even forming words because we're not, 
we're really not qualified to to answer something like that but right. i mean i i wouldn't spend one more minute wondering if your mom wants you or yeah. regrets you or anything like that that's i'm i'm sure she would tell you the same thing that that's ridiculous and and you have nothing to worry about there yeah but oh my gosh. i can't even imagine trying to process something like that because yeah that's yeah so many just i can't even imagine the ups and downs and the roller coaster of emotions with finding something like that out and what your mom has been through which you mentioned too i can't oh, imagine yeah again the ripple effect of that where she's saying i don't want my biological father having this hold over my life and my relationships anymore i mean yeah we've talked so much in here about how our childhoods and how we've been raised directly affect how we are in our relationships right. and that you know even at these ages we're still trying to figure out how to get through those things and be like the best partner we can and i just i'm so so sorry like oh my god i feel like i can't say how sorry yeah, yeah. we really are for for what you've been through um but it sounds like just the fact that you've put yourself into therapy and like that you wanted to write into us and it, it just sounds like you're doing pretty much everything you can to to get through all of this pain yeah Absolutely. and don't be too hard on yourself again talking about you don't want your biological father to have power over you i i understand that feeling of feeling like somebody it, you can't stop thinking about something or some some mistake that somebody else made that affected you is is sort of taking over just be gentle with yourself and give yourself the time to to think about it as much as you need to don't yeah. be like i need to stop thinking about this i need to stop thinking about this i need to get over this right take all the time you need think about it as much as you need to process it at your own speed because right everybody everybody deals with things in different ways and at, at some people take you know months some people take years that's a huge huge thing that you have to uh sort of deal with and and yeah just just be nice to yourself yeah with that because it's it's completely understandable that you feel that way yeah, yeah. And i would say if um if like one-on-one -on -one therapy hasn't really worked and maybe there's some support groups out there totally that you can oh, try to yeah. find and find other people who are going through this too mm -hmm. and just it's such a specific horrible situation yeah. i mean i mm. haven't heard of something like this before but yeah. with the internet i mean there's there's oh. gotta be support groups uh, yeah like even Reddit like groups, uh, yeah subreddits. online forums just anything to just kind of talk to somebody else because i feel like people can tell you things as much as you know they want but like hearing from somebody who's actually been through it is just a whole nother story you know yeah. when you yeah. hear from somebody and like how they've dealt with something that you are going through or about to go through it's just i don't know i, I feel like you're you're able to take it take the advice you know more whatever it might be yes. yeah but yeah um, i would definitely seek that out but geez thank you for opening up about something like that with yeah. us yeah we love you we yeah love we you love too. you please keep us updated with um your journey with this yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say too the whole quote that pete brought in about his whole like rough childhood with his dad leaving and uh, his therapist said like childhood is a game that like you feel like you've lost but mm -hmm. you get to now win at adulthood yes. yes and that helped me a lot with my own feelings with my dad where i've been kind of holding on to that feeling of loss of like man like why did he fuck up my childhood why did i you know have that taken away from me but it's like now i'm an adult and now it's my choice if i want to have a good adulthood and right. so with her saying like i don't want him to have this hold over my life I, at a certain point i think like you'll feel so empowered by just going like this is my life now and i get to decide yeah how yeah. it goes absolutely yeah and logically you know that you are not responsible mm. for any, any oh my gosh because so. it sounds like that's what your mom did it sounds like your mom went I am not responsible for this thing that happened to me and right, right. I'm, I'm going to live my life the way I want to from right. now on. Exactly. And she wanted to have you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> I wish I could have like anyone, prepared more. Do you have a dating something. one? <laughs> I know. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, nothing is too light or too heavy to write in, obviously. So yeah. selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com, whether it's, you know, something like this or something about, you know, navigating college or whatever it might be. Um, we are, we would love to hear from you no matter what you're going through. Um, okay. Let's see here. 
this is something I wanted to just share from Instagram. Um, I'll, I think I could, yeah, I could say her name is Sarah. Um, Sarah sent me a really sweet message. She says, um, I've been listening to your podcast these last few months and they are stellar. A great way to pass the time. I go back to hear quotables and references to books and all that good stuff. And I'm totally in your boat um, of this is how we live now. As soon as I learn a more effective way to exist, I go for it. Uh, I'm moving soon and will feng shui down to my socks. Uh, you, Taylor, and Delaney are great people to have in my life in this electric podcast way. I check in every time you all do. What this podcast is becoming for so many people across the country is delightful, inspiring, and important. I feel so strongly that our world needs voices like the three of yours to speak loudly and the choir of helpsters echoing, yes, sir. <laughs> I see all your dreams and which is coming to fruition and it reminds me that i am on my way there too um awesome. please share my words with your gaggle um <laughs> i also sent the note on the office to the official instagram but you got back to me so i've seized the moment i don't want to crowd your inboxes congratulations on your engagement brightly sarah Aww. she signed off brightly how cute is I that i love that yeah. brightly. brightly sarah yeah oh, anyway so that nice. was just a really sweet message which Did is we read this one? something we do because uh, the other one was just nice compliment. Yeah, go go ahead. This one? I, I don't I'm not sure. Okay, we'll see. I don't think so. Okay, this one's from H. Hi ladies. I finally caught up on all the episodes and now I get sad because I can't listen to it every day for an uplifting hour now. Oh. You three are fantastic to listen to. Thank you so much for your real and honest insight into life. Anyway, I need your help. I've been dating a guy for almost a year now. He's wonderful, sweet, and very attractive in my opinion. I love him and I've been fully ready to marry him. He's in debt from student loans and isn't making a large dollar amount and I feel like he can resent me for the money that I make. I make significantly more than him. Ooh, I feel you. His debt keeps him from wanting to take those next steps into marriage and he can get into these funks when he gets depressed and is completely unreasonable they last about two to three days it usually starts because he can't afford things he actually needs and has severe social anxiety anytime he has to spend time with my family or large groups he freaks out and turns into a completely different person and when he gets that way he tends to say things he doesn't mean that are hurtful and make me question our relationship i'm to the point where i need to decide if i'm going to work with him through his anxiety and depression when they come or run and wait for someone else who isn't so much work i love him and he isn't that way most of the time but it can be exhausting do you have any advice for me i just don't know what to do mm. please don't oh my that Ish. sounds yeah that sounds like more than a financial yeah. issue that's happening <laughs> yeah in the relationship point. if there's depression anxiety that he's not dealing with or taking it upon himself to seek out some therapy yeah then i don't know if things will really get better if it's not really directly being worked on right yeah that's money stuff is so hard and yeah. oh man like we've all talked about it i mean i i've dated several guys who didn't make as much money as me and it was like it sucks to feel guilty about the fact that the person you're with isn't in the same financial situation that you are or isn't as stable um i don't know exactly what it doesn't sound like he's unemployed it just sounds like he doesn't make that much money um i've dated people who straight up refuse to get a job so that's a different situation uh that being said i mean this is someone you're gonna marry like that's a you're not asking should i you know stay with him for another month or see how it goes you said in this email you've been fully prepared to marry this person yeah uh marriage is your whole life it's it's or a significant portion of it and you're gonna go through a ton of ups and downs financially and emotionally and if he doesn't handle either of those things well like it sounds like he is not to the point where he's a different person around the people you love yeah or like for two or three days in a funk like that's that's a long time yeah yeah and i feel like you love this person a lot and you are you you're probably not ready to let go of them which is another thing we've talked about on this podcast a lot yeah um and we've all been there in those relationships but it also sounds like maybe you know that it's time to let go because you say like i just don't know what else to do and i'm sure you've done everything and there's really nothing you can do because if you try to pay for things he's just going to resent you for that and the more you like try to be okay with it he's just going to hate himself more like it sucks but you are you're sort of painted into a corner right now and it's it's about him it's his own thing he obviously is having some self-worth issues that are related to the money thing and um 
and he he it doesn't sound like he's ready to get married uh i, I mean i don't know that you guys i don't know if you guys have talked about it i don't know if that's just something you've been feeling about him um but it, he's not in a position to be getting married even if he wanted to emotionally financially it doesn't sound like he is um be curious to know how old i'm so curious is. yes um, and what uh something that stuck out in that email to me is a, a relationship something about work right not not knowing if it's ready to like move on from a relationship that's so much work yes i cannot uh, yes. stress enough how effortless a good relationship can really be like right. it, yep. it's, it's work but it is not the amount of work that we have all right. experienced when a relationship is it's just not it's not a good fit mm-hmm. right where every little thing is an issue every outing every situation every whatever vacation anything is just stressful yeah mm-hmm. and my god i cannot i like yeah we've all been on both ends of the spectrum now yeah. and i just i don't think your daily life should be that way yeah i mean yeah. I know that for like divorce, for example, one of the biggest reasons people get divorced are financial reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like if we had read this email maybe three months ago, I would be coming from a like a different point of view because in my in the course of like six and a half years with Kane, I have seen him at like a bunch of different points financially. Right. Basically right before he and I started dating, he had had like a very steady, well-paying job for a long time, had like a big savings account, had a mortgage, all this stuff. And then he and his wife separated and she took everything. So then like the guy I started dating had basically nothing Mm -hmm. and had to kind of build himself back up. And then there were periods of time where he was making more money than I was. And then there'd be periods of time where we were making the same amount. And then there's this like chunk of time after we moved here where I was making more than he was. And it was really hard. Like I would call you guys on the phone and be like, man, this financial stuff is leaking into every other part of our relationship right it's crazy how if there's like a big imbalance there man it affects everything it was affecting us like emotionally um it was stressing him out and then would stress me out especially when you live together it's kind of like your money is all one even if you don't have a joint like checking account it's just if that person needs help financially that means that it's affecting your money Mm -hmm. and then you feel resentful and it's this whole thing and then fortunately in the last like few months he got this dream job where he's getting paid so well and now if i've decided to like take more time off of the road he's actually bringing in more money consistently than i am and Mm -hmm. i it's like the best feeling Mm -hmm. you know he had thrown me off the trail of proposing to me by telling me he didn't have any money saved and i truly believed him Mm -hmm. because for a long time i've thought yeah i don't think he does have any money saved but he was secretly saving up and um just the fact that he went and got me a ring without me knowing like mm-hmm. i can't even explain what a big deal that was right to me and how like attractive he became to me like i've always been super attracted to him but it was this like other level of like wow He saved up on his own and not only did he save up, but then he wanted to take that money he worked for and spend it on me. Mm, Like that's such a nice feeling. So, yeah. And also, uh, Kane wasn't all weird like this dude. True. When the money thing was, when this, the scales had tipped the other direction, like he wasn't, you know, going into these weird, uh, sulky depressions where he resented you. No, like he was still very sweet and supportive and loving. And it doesn't sound like this guy's that. And if it's to the point where in your email, you said he, sometimes he gets frustrated because he can't pay for things he needs. If somebody is at a point where they can't pay for things, like the basic, the basics, the, the basics, like they shouldn't be in a relationship period. Forget right. marriage. Like they're not ready to be in a relationship. A relationship, like Delaney said, it, it it should be easy, but it is still work. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of effort. And it's so much work to get yourself to a place where you are financially stable and happy with what you're doing and comfortable. And, but all that needs to happen before you're in a relationship in the same way that like, you should probably have a pretty good idea of who you are and what you want before you go into a relationship. Right. Cause it's just, you're building, you're building a relationship on nothing. You're building it on sand. Like it's gonna, it's gonna fall apart. You can't yeah. do anything about it. And, uh, I mean, me and my ex broke up in large part. One of the big issues was he, you know, didn't 
make enough money and not for me, but just in general and would not get a job, like refused to get a job. And it got to a point where I was like, I loved him so much that I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'll just pay for stuff and I'll just, we won't go anywhere and it'll be fine. Like I'll just, it'll be fine. You just keep going like, well, I can do this. I can do that. I can do that. And at a certain point I realized like, oh, it's never going to be enough because he feels bad about like who I am and what I'm doing is making him feel bad about who he is. Right. Right. And nobody wants to be with somebody who makes them feel bad about themselves. Even if you having your shit together is just the thing that's making them feel bad. And you can't like, you can't set yourself on fire. (laughs) <laughs> to keep somebody else yeah, warm absolutely so we'll call that yeah yeah i mean from the pictures on the email she looks fairly young yeah, yeah right you can't take if you can't take care of yourself then you can't take care of somebody exactly. else exactly no. you have say, to take care of yourself first exactly i was gonna say what it really comes down to is just two people who are taking responsibility for for themselves coming together yes i'm gonna take care of my shit plus some because mm-hmm. now you're in my life and the same way on the other side yeah. i feel like it's really if you strip it down to its core it's not even about money it's about your needs being met it's yes. about feeling taken care of and feeling okay and feeling like a sense of stability you know like yes. if, we, if we lived back in the day it'd be like does my can he bring home a board every night for me yes. to eat or am i gonna yeah. have to go fucking help him out there yeah. every day That's, while yeah. i do the dishes or whatever <laughs> or i don't know make bark necklaces i don't know what i'd be doing back then but even bark but you're necklaces. right it's about your needs <laughs> bark about- necklaces and etsy shop <laughs> yeah uh, That's what my therapist said you guys remember that where she was like there's still no matter like fucking that it's 2018 and like women can be the breadwinner and all that shit that she's like there's still this very fundamental caveman part of you that wants to have somebody providing for you Mm -hmm. whether that's not it's not necessarily financially but at least in other places like Mm -hmm. if if the guy cannot be the provider financially then you need to still feel taken care of in like a lot of other ways so this guy's not making enough money for you let alone himself or whatever like and he's kind of sulking about it it doesn't sound like your needs are really getting met in yeah. any way no there are two types of people in the world there are people who let shit happen to them and there are people who are like oh i'm gonna make it happen right for right. myself and that confidence of like hey if something goes wrong like i'll just get another job like i'll do whatever like i'm gonna make it happen i think all three of us have that yeah. where I, I i don't think e- any of us are worried about you know being you know penniless or anything like that because we're like we're smart we're capable we can get some sort of job it'll be fine and it sounds like he is letting his um his insecurity about it just sort of define him yeah just kind of just paralyze him yeah and you that's something that I mean, I don't, again, I don't know how young you guys are. Maybe he'll grow out of it, but if that's who he oh, is. she, a 22 year old. 20, oh. Wait, oh, oh no, sorry, no. This is a different, no, this is a different. Oh, different? oh okay. Well, oh. I don't know how old you guys are. I don't know, I don't know where he's at in his life or if he's going to change or grow out of it or whatever. Everyone, you know, can learn and grow, but you don't necessarily need to be there for that because there really are so many other people. I mean, Delaney told me so many times in my last relationship and Kelsey, both of them did. We're like, it does not have to be hard. It really doesn't. And I'm just like sobbing on the kitchen floor and they're like, it really doesn't have to be this hard. And now I'm like in a relationship where I'm so happy and it's so easy. And I, I, every day I'm like, what the hell was I doing? You know what I mean? You really, and I think you will feel the same way until you get to that other part. Um, And Oh, yeah, good. Oh, I was just say also like when we went to that workaholics meeting, how they had you make bottom lines. I feel like maybe you should make a bottom line for yourself with your relationship, specifically with money where it's like, this is what I need in my partner. Mm-hmm. And this is like bottom line, like this is what I could live with in terms of being with somebody and be not only like taken care of, but actually happy. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, especially once you're in a relationship, it's easier for things to get a little slippery and kind of like compromise. And I mean, you do need a compromise in a relationship, but you shouldn't be like giving up what your um, baseline needs are. Totally. Absolutely. Make a list. There is something very powerful about just saying out loud, I would like this. I mean, I think you said that with Cam where you're like, I just want a nice yeah. Midwest boy with a good family and a good job. And that's exactly what you got. Yeah. That's what I did right. after my last breakup where I was like, I just want somebody who has no debt and is like totally fine and even keel and like will travel with me and like all that stuff. And like, poof, it's seriously, it, yeah. it sounds dumb, but like... 
you can works. you can Send make that, that happen. Universe. Um, I was gonna say this this situation too is like yeah maybe you'll take some time apart and end up back together. I was just at yeah. a wedding this past weekend where there was a couple who had been broken up for several years and were now back together for a couple years. So if it's meant were to they be, the ones getting married or was no, it a not okay. a different couple. But I said I'm always fascinated by those to, stories. Yeah, they dated I think either uh, in high school or college and then broke up for a several years and then reconnected and back together so if it's meant to be it's meant to be um also i was gonna say before you you were talking about with kane how like things can change so quickly especially financially which we've all witnessed um however before the financial change happened kane has done a tremendous amount of work on himself individually so you guys are both in individual therapy you're both taking responsibility for what you bring to the table and to the relationship and it sounds like your partner is not even doing that yet and that i think really needs to be addressed and that's like boy versus man shit too like it took kane a really long time to get to a place where he was even like okay with the idea of going to therapy and okay with the idea of giving up alcohol and being like okay i'm actually an alcoholic i this is a problem you know he's about to be 32 but we but he was like 24 when i started dating him right so it's like we've been through a lot of shit and phases and stuff and sometimes it just takes some time and maybe he's just not in that place yet yeah Absolutely. and again all that to say i know i was saying like get out of there but kelsey and kane are a great example of you know two people who really love each other and are supposed to be together and have Thanks, gone Bill. through seriously so much and is part of why i stayed in my last relationship too long because i was like maybe it's just <laughs> oh. like kelsey and kane no you're not bitch <laughs> no you're not um, you and i could have probably been one of those couples that did the whole like start out and then break up for a few years and get back together once like more shit was together do you yeah. know what i mean yeah but i'm i'm grateful we didn't but like there were you know there were definitely some times that was like shit this is work mm. and i know it's that fine line of like relationships shouldn't be work we have to put work in and i'm like i'm glad with how everything turned out obviously yeah. we're like engaged i'm fucking ecstatic yeah, yeah. but this is um, also a year in yes that's it's pretty true. early that's true it's just i think it's also a difference between like dating in your 20s versus once you get a little bit older and you're just like a little bit more aware of who you are because mm-hmm. we made it through our whole 20s together which is yeah. like Jeez. Holy that's crap. that's really you dated hard five to do. different people yeah yes exactly yeah. it was like five <laughs> different relationships with one another before we got to this one which now i'm like oh this is how it's supposed to be now this is like very very good right oh yeah. Oh, well, keep us updated, please. Yeah. Um, okay, this next one is from F, and it says, thank you. Hi, Taylor Delaney and Kelsey. My name is F. I am a 22-year-old dude who lives in central Illinois. I discovered your podcast in the beginning of this year by watching Taylor's Conan set and have been hooked ever since. Oh, hey, nice. that's great. Hey, cool. Thank first you. First things first, I generally just want to let you guys know that you have changed my life for the better. Since discovering your podcast, I have started eating better. I lost 15 pounds. Hey, Congratulations. Whoa. That's I joined, a lot. Yeah, I joined a gym. I learned that working two jobs and not taking any time for myself is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I bought an oil diffuser. My, my house smells <laughs> like peppermint. It's lovely. <laughs> I love this guy. Um, the self-helpless podcast is something that I look forward to every week. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to record the podcast for us. You ladies are the best. Thank you. Your helpster, F. Oh, thank you. That is super sweet. That's really um, nice. Very nice. Is Kira here? Not quite yet. Okay, cool. No. All right. Let's we have a couple see. more minutes. Um, By the way, is this episode going to come out before the Kira one? I think we can do it whenever. Awesome. I think well, just a little teaser for you guys. Next week, we're having back on Kira Saltanovich, who is one of our first guests. And she's she's like our a, first guest. Is she our first guest? She was our, yeah, first, she was our very guest. first guest. We're yeah. having her back on because she's the one who is like um like an energy reader. I don't even. How did we describe? Gypsy? How does she describe herself? Oh, I, we have to ask. Energy uh, Russian gypsy. Russian gypsy, gypsy with, and she does energy readings. Energy readings, and she's amazing. And she read us all so accurately a year ago, yeah. and we were like, "Shit, it's time to bring her back and see if she can sense a difference in yeah. any of us." Because I feel like we're all pretty different. Oh, super different. 100%. And we don't know Kira. Like I know it sounds like you. We booked her. Like what we we really don't. Like uh, no. the extent to which we know Kira is like we get booked on shows with her sometimes, and we're like, "Oh, that's a really." badass female comic that hopefully we can all be like someday yeah but we don't she has she doesn't no... know what's going on in our lives like it sh- no the only way she can know what's going on is if she's fucking reading this in our bodies that's it's nuts yeah. yeah or listen to the podcast but i don't but think she, she could... has the time because she was a mom and a comedian and, all yeah. and she had been on a, th- we had like three episodes out that's you know true. when she yeah. was on like there very was true uh cool okay so this is from 
P. Uh, this is an episode topic suggestion. Um, it's a dude. He says, hello, ladies. First off, I love the podcast. I started listening after you all were on Bert's podcast. Nice. I saw Taylor when she came to Cleveland, and I am planning on seeing Kelsey in August, too. Woo, that's Sweet. great. Thank Yay, you. Thank you. Um, I've been debating about sending you all this topic for a few weeks now, and after listening to Patreon bonus episode number six, I think it may be good for a few other people, too. The topic I am suggesting is loneliness. Oh, oh man. Oh, that's a great topic. Yeah, great idea. Very much so. Oh, I want to do that. Let's stop. Let's stop it. Let's do it now. <laughs> I know. Ready now? I added it to the list. I yeah. love it. Um, I'm 24, but after college, I had to move into a place by myself close to my job and didn't have many friends in the area. I joined a bunch of clubs, but I still struggled to find a close group of new friends in the area and had to face this kind of loneliness for the first time. Oh, man. Yeah. Ooh, I've been there. I've all been there. Um, it was overall beneficial, and I still struggle with it sometimes because I am pretty extroverted, but I'm sure... Um, I will figure it out when I find a bit more direction in my life. I'm sure that other people are going through something similar, and I have heard of many comedians talk about loneliness on the road, so I feel like you can all relate. Thank you for everything you guys do. Oh, oh God. that is such so a good topic it really suggestion. Is. And um, yeah, we've gotten actually an overwhelming um, uh, response, uh, like or you know, uh, Suggestion. suggestions about loneliness, reinventing yourself like after college, navigating your way in college, all that kind wow. of stuff and just all the stuff that that goes into it. So, this is definitely going to oh. be one of our upcoming episodes about yeah i feel it's it's all the same like loneliness and like making friends and trying to figure your shit out in a new location we have so many people that um talk to us about like moving to a new city and trying to kind of plant some roots and all that yeah. and it's so tough but I fucking hate loneliness man yeah, yeah. i what, what are the sucks. what are some of the things that you guys do to get you through that those put on phases. the office the office I know. <laughs> seriously like, that is my go-to is yeah, the office could have talked yeah. about that recently huh you yeah put on like a tv show that makes you feel like you're at home and yeah i like a i like a good uh good multi-cam something with a laugh track because <laughs> you can hop in at any point and it's like look we're all just enjoying this show together yeah uh, it's crazy that it sounds like sometimes i'll get to hotel rooms and i'm like look i just have to find friends or seinfeld i just have oh to find yeah seinfeld. i don't even like friends but i will put it on to yeah. feel less alone yeah. uh, when i'm traveling the worst thing is feeling lonely and you're at home that's Ugh. like God, I, my that heart sucks. goes out to you that sucks so bad I just yeah. went through that. Kane was gone for a week, and like yeah. the roles reverse. Usually, I'm the one on the road or whatever, and he's home being like, "Fuck, would you hurry up and come home?" It's just me and the cats. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> and I hate. Oh, I hate when it's flipped like that. He was gone for a week, and I was just at home like, "Oh my god, he's only been gone for 20 minutes." <laughs> I have a whole week ahead, and it was just the office playing pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Just the sound of familiar voices, trying to eat things that made me happy. <laughs> You know, that was the saddest yeah. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Comfort food in the office yeah. is like, yeah. how to get through it. Calling friends, like texting friends, just kind of having a constant, like, little stream of communication with people. Yeah. yeah I, I was also going to say, like, for me, um, with whether it's like going to college, getting out of college, all those like weird transition periods that we all go through, I feel like you have to give yourself at at least two years like you, that shit does not happen overnight no like it takes a while to like make friends and like make friends that you have a real connection with mm -hmm. as we've all said it took us years to find each other yeah. years. um and so it's not going to be something that you can go to a few classes or a few clubs or and it happens in a few weeks like you got to be kind to yourself and give yourself the time that that it takes mm -hmm. to actually develop real relationships yep it it takes a while unfortunately, i was in la for so a it. year and a half before the three of us started moving started working together and i know that doesn't sound like a super long time but a year and a half felt like a really long time when i was in la and like i had a roommate but she had a real job and was gone all the hours that i was home and it was such a bummer and it was such a huge game changer when the three of us started working together it yeah. really was but you know you just you have to be open to it and i do remember right before the three of us started hanging out I very I had broken up with my ex for the second time. Yeah, uh, the two to towers of our <laughs> uh, breakups, <yeah. laughs> and uh, and I remember saying to, I want to say my sisters or maybe my friends from high school. I was like, I just need to like make I need to make some good girlfriends like in comedy. Yeah, mm. because everything's very surface right now with everybody and. 
boom manifested how so, weird i know Crazy. i said it out loud you just gotta tell people what you want and just then tell happens, people right? yeah yeah um i was gonna say like when it comes we're gonna do a whole episode on, on college and everything i'm sure um but i almost transferred schools because i was so miserable in college oh really? i did i did transfer yeah so it's one of those things where yeah if you give yourself a couple couple years and it's still really shitty like just as shitty as it was in the beginning maybe it's time to also leave or look into other things yeah. but i am so glad i pushed through those couple years that that was tough because i ended up meeting some of my closest friends in college i had the time of my life towards the end like it took me about like junior senior year to feel like okay this is my home mm-hmm. i feel good here wow. I, you know it took a long time and i'm so glad i toughed it out because i almost mm. didn't wow. and i gave myself one summer I'm like if i am not if i'm not significantly happier after this one summer i'm i'm leaving yeah i don't even like, know where i'm going yet yeah. but i'm getting the fuck out of here um and that's when i met uh, i got a job that i really liked i met I, I lived with a bunch of girls that i had such a great time with i met one of my best friends like it was an amazing experience but I had to go through some shit to get there for sure wow yeah. it's just like relationships it's this like recurring theme where sometimes for certain people in certain situations the right thing to do is to get out of the relationship or to transfer colleges right and sometimes the right path is that you're supposed to tough tough it out and get to like the other end of the rainbow on the other side yeah but it's so hard when you're in it oh my god i mean like and like the hard times with kane i'd fucking call you guys i call friends and be like i just i can't tell if this is something i'm supposed to tough through or if this is like not like I, i shouldn't even keep trying i should just stop and with college like i mean i'm so glad i transferred because that was 100 percent the right decision for me me. yeah what was that what did you know was there like a certain breaking point (laughs) or like because i'm sure anybody listening is like how am i supposed to know is there going to be a sign am i going to have a feeling it's going to be intuition i knew because i i realized i couldn't do comedy where i was and Mm. moving somewhere i couldn't do comedy made me realize how much i needed to do it so that mm-hmm. was that was it for me and wow. also and it, i enjoyed myself more once i realized i was transferring because i had to, i knew pretty early on like a month in and i had a teacher tell me like you should probably stick it out a little longer and i was like no no i don't want to and then yeah. i stopped trying to make friends and i put my headphones in for a couple months and <laughs> studied and had some fun in class and was like this is great i get to leave soon <laughs> oh wow. my god that's <laughs> awesome that's great <laughs> that's a great attitude yeah. Yeah. just like bye bitches bye Jesus. yeah um did you know kels uh, a big thing for me was realizing that i did want like that big college experience after all mm. i initially thought like oh i'm cool with going to like a small private university and then i got there and i realized it was kind of just an extension of high school there Mm -hmm. weren't any like big sporting events or um just like i don't know the pretty typical things you see in movies about college and i really wanted that experience and also i had kind of kind of followed my first boyfriend um at the time Mm -hmm. and we broke up halfway through my freshman year Ah. and i'd spent the first half of that freshman year basically leaving every weekend to go to where he was, which was like 45 minutes away. Oh, wow. And spend the weekend with him. So then we broke up and I knew nobody. Whoa. And that's when I, uh, that's when like sorority started to recruit people and they were like, hey, like, it's come great way to meet new people. You should come hang out. And so I went over into a sorority and I started living there um, because my dorm roommate transferred. It was just a clusterfuck of all these things. Whoa. The one girl that I had kind of developed some sort of friendship with, she left. So then I really oh. had nobody. She left and I broke up with my boyfriend. Oh, wow. So oh. I was like in a different state, knew nobody, totally alone. So then I joined this sorority. I didn't like officially join, but they let me start living in there. And I found out like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> found out like all of those girls were like totally not for me. Just like a lot of really intense binge drinking, which I mean, I did end up doing a lot of binge drinking <laughs> later on in college. But like my freshman year, this was something i was not ready for and just not my speed and i do remember at one point being so depressed i think i mentioned it before i bought a full loaf of great harvest bread it was like sliced bread and i ate the entire loaf to myself in my sorority room as i cried and i thought my stomach was going to explode oh geez. because like bread expands and <laughs> i can see Aaron laughing <laughs> and 
and it was a cinnamon swirl loaf of bread and I was just crying oh, and I was in that. so much pain and wow. I was like this is bad like it's like your joke about like slamming a sleeve of like Ritz crackers yeah. like I was trying to fix that loneliness wow. with food yeah. I worked at like my college's bakery I was taste testing everything oh my fresh God. out of the oven shoving cookies in my face that's when I gained I think like 15 pounds my freshman oh, year freshman was 15, fresh, yeah huh? freshman 15 Little and friend. And I just, I hit that that rock bottom where I was like, "This isn't for me." Like, so it was a perfect. Storm I, I'm not yeah. supposed to be here anymore. Okay. Like wow. I thought I was, and I tried it, and this isn't the right fit. And so I transferred um, to Washington State University, which was like an hour and a half from where I grew up. It's where all of my friends from high school went. So I just oh. jumped. It was oh, such an easy awesome. like. Very easy transition. Yeah. All of my best friends were there. I just was trying to be like the, no, I don't want to go to where all my friends are going. Right. I'm going to go to this private school and my boyfriend's going to be 45 minutes away. Like, this is going to be great. And then it just wasn't for me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, we um, should probably wrap up because it's 726. Okay. I don't know if she's here yet, but. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so that's a little. Uh, taste of the patreon yeah like, and, and the patreons one we, we tend to go longer sometimes too when yeah. we really get deep into something yeah, yeah we're on a little bit of a time crunch today sorry about that yeah. you guys yeah so thank you so much for uh all of the emails we get so many and we read every single one so keep them coming yeah. um selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com and again the patreon tiers we have the five dollar helpster tier where you get the two bonus episodes a month you have the forty dollar this is how we live now tier lifetime supply of free tickets helpster shirt individual rewards from all of us and um, signed signed merchandise so thank you all so much and Um, the bonus episodes and the bonus episodes of course so patreon.com slash self helpless where you can sign up thank you we love you hold on I need to plug shows plug shit sorry Um, so this is coming out on August 6th I'm headlining Liquid Laughs in Boise this Thursday the 9th through the 12th so if you're in Boise come out um, the next week I'm uh, headlining Hilarities in Cleveland the 15th and 16th oh hell yeah yeah and then at the end of the month um, we'll be headlining an American Comedy Company in San Diego August 30th through September 1st so that's those are my shows coming up and I would love if Helpsters came out so Yay. I have to do. look at mine uh, but I know that I am at the Funny Bone in Syracuse uh, August 30th through September 2nd that's all I know off the top of my head nice awesome. okay and uh, Dick awesome. Spidalini coming soon literally right. so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Why won't it